Hey guys, welcome to the Dead Set Legends podcast. I'm Gus Warland. I'm here with Jude Bolton and Wendell Salem. How good is it, boys? It's Origin Week. We will make no apology that today will be all around Origin and we've got an Origin legend in the house right here today, Wendell Saylor. How excited are you for Wednesday night, brother? Well, look, to be honest, boys, I'm that excited. Uh, and Keisha, I'm that excited. I- I'm going to be honest today. I'm probably going to be within myself. I'm going to save myself for Origin. Are you going to? For- you're not going to give. You, you're not going to give your whole no self I'm, today. No, I'm going to. I'm going to pace myself today. Um, so, but Origin's Wednesday night, and you don't actually have to play. No, no, I got a call tomorrow, so I'm just going to sort of, you know, I've just got to make sure that I build up. And you're just not. Nicely. You're not even the main caller either. Like <laughs> no. you're just a. Expert, you chip away if there's a I try or something. I know myself, Gerds, NMG, we are calling. You've got so three so experts I, I, and Dan. Yeah, I thought he's and the Donald videographer. Himself. I thought he's the videographer <laughs> of just the box. Well, yeah. let's let's run let's run through the yeah. comment. So Dan is, I, yep, I would say the, the best, the best on radio, full stop, and yeah. getting close to being the yeah. best on telly. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. Dan. Then you got MG. Yep. Then you got yourself and Gerds. Gerds yeah. Where do you where do you put yourself in those three experts? Oh, oh, those two, I, I reckon. I reckon MG and Gerds are up there. You know, and then I'm just sort of there. I'm like the X Factor. You're a bit off the bench. Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't say off the bench, but I'm the X Factor. If you want a big moment, I'm your man. X Factor. Um, <laughs> and then you got Dobbo on the sideline. But yeah, so I've just got to make sure. And Dan, like Dan, loves these big moments. So yeah, yeah. I'm just going to pace myself today. So I need you two guys to lift today. But oh, I'll, wow. I'll be here. Massive wow. show, though. Yeah. Massive, Massive show. show. Yeah, the huge show. And I'm going to talk to Freddie Fittler before twelve oh. o'clock as well, which is great. So they're broken camp. They're back in there tomorrow night. So all the players are back with their clubs at the moment. We've got John Newcomb, uh, one of the absolute legends of Australian tennis and Davis Cup tennis in particular. We're talking to him around the French Open. We're obviously going to talk to Justice Huna who is going to fight Paul Gallen on Wednesday week. Are you guys going to watch that fight? How excited yes. are you to talk to Justice? Oh, I can't wait. I think it's going to be a, an unbelievable fight, mate. This is going to be something different for Gal. I respect Gal so much for what he's done. Like you know, to be able to step into the ring and, and oh, this bloke taking all the tests. He's a different level. Is... I think he's had a hundred amateur fights, and and he's got also he's got going to the Olympics. Olympics, yeah, yeah. he's representing Australia. Yeah. Sir Peter Volandis spoke during the week around uh, obviously this crackdown on high tackles to the head region. This is what he said. Look, we could have done things better, and we should have uh, probably consulted the players more. But we respect the players so much that we took the hard call to protect them. So it was never anything to do with disrespect. Purely we wanted to protect their safety, had to make a hard call. Yes, we could have done it better. Yes, we could have probably sat down with the players. Yeah, I think that's good leadership coming out and saying that we could have done things better. But I think it's common sense that he should have got the top players in a room to start with and say... We're coming up to Magic Round, which is one of the biggest rounds of the year. Um, this is what we're thinking of doing and coming up with a better plan because that it has spoiled it to a certain degree, this crackdown. Yeah, look, oh, look, I think they're, they're heading in the right direction, but we went from zero to 100 really quickly. Yeah. And look, I understand where we we're going. Mate, even, even if you consult the players, I think, you know, um, you know, they're, they're obviously a massive part of the game, but Vlandis has done the right thing here too because um, they don't... No one wants Valandi sacked. You know, he, he, mate, the game is in good shape now because of... Well, well, he kept it going last year. When, he, he did, you know, and even DCE when, when he spoke about it, but yeah. Why wasn't it done in the preseason though? Like, sure, yeah. there's some consultation. It's not like it's just jumped to the fore at the, this last period. I think it, it, it absolutely derailed Magic Round. I, yes. just, I can't understand why there wouldn't be consultation during the preseason to say, this is where we're thinking of taking this and let's have a discussion. No, mate, you're right. But I, I think even a week or two before Magic Round, I think the clubs were told and, and then the refs just reacted like it was this time because I think that was on the back of um, uh, Dylan Brown stuff and there was a couple of... Uh, yeah, well, Ted, Teddy got taken out, Huxley yeah, got taken out, that's right. Roosters power game. Yeah, that's right. And so all, all of a sudden there's a, there's a, there's a 
massive reaction to it. But this had been in the pipeline for a couple of weeks before that, but it should have been done pre-season. And look, I've got no problem. We want to protect our players. You know, I see Steve Mortimer came out this uh, this mm. week and saying about dementia and that. And, and I, I want the players to be protected as well. But I just, I just, there's a lot of gray areas at the moment, you know. Um, and, and, and they're going to change the rules. I'm telling you now, for Origin, they're not going to go with the same interpretation. What do you when you when you say we're going back to the old rules? Do you think for I, Origin? I, I or? think so. I think Otherwise, so. we're going to end up with ten on ten or thirteen on ten, and thirteen on ten for ten minutes might be what eighteen points at Origin. I know, I know. With mate, you've got the best players in the game at the highest level, but this is what happens when you speed the game up as well, and also tackle technique. Well, you know, we've we've been taught from a young age when eight or nine, this is how you tackle, and. Sometimes those hits, they're not on purpose sometimes, you know, and we know that, but all of a sudden there's a sin bin, the game change. Victor Radley, you know, same thing. Mate, he's been tackling. There's nothing wrong with his tackle technique, but now he's going to have to, you know, sort of modify that. We need that. to lower it, and Trent Robinson said, just yeah. give us a preseason yes. to get these guys to yeah. aim a little bit lower. Yeah. I reckon that's fair enough. We also saw the penalty try last night. Jennings on, on oh. Lailua. Like, I mean, yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, that's desperation right on the on the yeah. try line. Like, is that going to Is that, is that a impact? penalty try, do you think? Del? Oh, I thought it was a penalty try. Yeah. Gee, it's a soft one, though. Isn't I know, it? I know, I know. I know. Oh. I, know. I know. I know. But that's it. I know. The game, there's all these rules. Because he's trying rule to dive changes. under it. He's trying to dive almost underneath him. Absolutely. Like, you know, to... There's all these rule changes now, and people are just going, oh, this is not the game that we, we come to know. You know, like shoulder charges, mate. You know, we thought we'd miss shoulder charges. This is, at the moment, yeah. I can understand the reaction because it's, it's just, we've just gone bang. This is... So, in time. We'll get our heads around it. I think so. Yes, we will. I, I know it's hard to fathom at the moment, but we will we'll get our heads Please around it. Please don't spoil Origin, though. No, I know. Please. That Ger- is, yeah, is, it, is it Jared Sutton? I think it is. Jared Sutton, yeah. please. Put your whistle away, brother. Yeah. We don't need to hear from you, and we don't need, like your brother did last night, <laughs> chatting to everyone as if you know everything about the game. Ashley it Klein is- in the uh, bunker as well. Oh, oh. <laughs> Ashley Klein, please, mate. Be and seen it- and not heard. Oh. <laughs> bit like <laughs> you, mate. <laughs> yeah, the Dead Set legends, Wendell Saylor, Jude Bolton, and Gus Wally. The, the favourite moment that you had in State of Origin, I'd like to start the ball rolling in 1991. Uh, Michael O'Connor from the touchline in the wet at the Sydney Football Stadium. Get to the white nicely. He's kicked it. He's kicked it. He's got it. Michael O'Connor has won the second State of Origin for New South Wales. Yeah, right on the buzzer, 14 12 in the end. New South Wales lost that series 2 1, but. What yeah. an iconic moment in the wet. Yes. And uh, MG played in that game as well. Yeah, so that's nice. a real favourite for me. What bit, about you, Jude? Bit of carry on to MG in that match. Sorry, mate? Bit of carry on <laughs> MG in that match. Come with, on, with mate. The king. Yeah. You remember remember for those big moments, the big yeah. fella. Yeah. yeah. For me, I was at, at this state of origin out at Stadium Australia and uh, series of 2 1, uh, series is 1 all uh, in 2004. And our current New South Wales coach produced this incredible solo effort. here, charge down. Yeah, and he got it done, and Freddie will be joining us coming out of uh, New South Wales camp for the weekend. He'll be talking with us live at 11.45 this morning. What about you, Dill? Is this moment one of your moments, or is it someone else's moment? <laughs> I had plenty of great moments in Origin, but this this is... When you talk about Queensland, you talk about Hart, you talk about, you know, the, oh, ga- no. the game's the over. The game's over, but no, not with Queensland. 1994, oh. this... Pass on, 
Coyne, Coyne goes for the corner and gets the try. Queensland, it's a miracle. Oh, yeah. That was unbelievable. Oh, Mate, so many we sets have to hear that He's, he's punching the air in this oh, year. Yeah. Here. Just just the emotion. That's what Orange is Stop all about. Grabbing your heart, oh, yeah. mate. And, and that's all what Queens that. it's it's in our DNA. We never quit. Okay. Oh. Jude wants on with Hey, just back down. Yeah. You're an AFL bloke. Just relax, <laughs> mate. Mark from Hinchinbrook, what's your favorite origin moment of all time, Mark? First game. Yeah. Yes. First game. I was at Lang Park. It's the scariest it, until they changed it, Lang Park was the scariest place in the world to watch football if you weren't a Queenslander. <laughs> yep. But on that first night. The minute after Beach and ran onto that field, you could have lit up the whole state. Yeah, that's amazing. how that's how that's how loud they were. It was awesome. Right. And when Beach and um, yeah. you know Bang Crone and the yes. two two great mates and yeah. so forth, that's we knew it. it was on. Thanks mate a lot, Mark. Mate, state versus state. Yeah. yeah. What about Isaac? Isaac in uh, Gundagai. It's the Tedesco try in yes. 2019, mate. I was there in the nosebleeds in A and Z. Yeah. And that's the best atmosphere I've ever felt. I've been mate, overcome with euphoria, hugging random people, giving it to the Queenslanders behind me. I, mate, that was the best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah, it was. It was a magic moment, especially what had happened Play just Ferguson before it as well, because yeah. you thought the Queensland were going to come back. Yeah, and, yeah the, and, the, the Queensland comeback, the classic Queensland comeback. Cherry Evans doesn't kick a field goal for some reason. Yeah, happy days. Then, Let's hope it then, happens again awesome, mate. on Wednesday night. Yeah. Oh, How much we show some respect crowds. to Isaac, please, yeah. Wendell? Good on you, Isaac. Yeah. How much do we miss those big crowds, though? Like, we, we did take them for granted at times. Yeah. It's, it's going to be happy. That is very, very true. Let's go to John in Coogee. John, what is your favourite moment of origin, brother? Morning, boys. Uh, Morning. 2008, my wife was in the hospital waiting for the birth of our twins, and I got to go to the first game when Peter Wallace kicked that field goal. And then the next day, my twins were born. Oh, <laughs> Hang on. So you got to yeah. wet the baby's head. So you, Or the babies. The babies yeah. weren't born yet, though. Oh, yeah. she's in hospital, though. She was in hospital. Oh, yeah. The babies yeah. weren't Wait. born. He goes to the footy. Yeah. Then they then get born. So wh- who was looking next after day. your wife while she was at the footy? She was in hospital. So <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, but... The, tw- the twins were preming, so she had to sit in hospital for four oh. weeks. Well, why so didn't... The, the doctor, just wait another day so I can go to the footy. <laughs> <laughs> You're a disgrace, John. Oh, no. Good on you, mate. That's you got your priorities right. He's worked it well. Wow. What a catch. Uh, Nathan and Colonel. G'day, Nathan. Hey, mate, boys. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. What's your favourite uh, origin moment? Hey, before I tell you my favourite, I just got to say that Dell should have got one more year when he played for the Dragons and he should have been captain coach, but that's another story. Oh, really? Thank you, mate. You're a good man, have you mate. been drinking this morning, Nathan? <laughs> good on you, Nathan. I, think I have. I'm on my pensky. <laughs> No, My no, sort of man. No, boys, it'd have to be um, the big Brett seven inch sprint when he kicked that winning field goal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I heard a story on a podcast. He was in the pub the night before on the drink, and they caught him to reception and said, Finchy, um, someone's injured. You, you're, um, you're starting tomorrow night. So he was hung over, kicked a field goal, won the game, and the rest of history. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was a mate's house there in Bondi. It was, it was, it was, it was just off the couch, bro. <laughs> magic to, moment. They used to live, they used to have a house uh, in Bondi, like him and Chris Walker and that, uh, Anthony Mitchell. They used to call it the House of Grouse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got no doubt they had lots of fun there. Time to talk to this man. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing to you first, he is the challenger. Please welcome Justice Hoodie. Yeah, 
Yeah, what a man. Australian professional boxer from Brizzy. He's 22 years of age. Dutch, Swedish, Tongan and Samoan wow. heritage. What a mix Great that mix. is. As an amateur, he won the bronze medal with the 2019 World Championships. He's fighting Paul Gallen on June 16. His father, Rocky, is also his trainer. And boys, he's off to the Olympics to represent Australia as well. Unbelievable. An absolute legend and I think could become even bigger one. Justice, welcome to the Dead Set Legends. Boys, thank you for having me on. Absolutely no worries, mate. How are you feeling so close to the fight? How are you going at the moment? Yeah, I'm feeling great. Eh? Um, I can't wait for it. Uh, it's very exciting. Uh, and yeah, it's going to be an awesome show. Wendell Saley, mate, I think the good thing is, um, you know, Gals had, when he, the blokes had his forward either, I'm not going to say they're past it, but, you know, they've sort of, um, you know, they're nothing like you. You're young, mate. You, you've had amateur fights. Um, you're a different beast, mate. I, I think Gals going to have his hands full with you. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, I think a lot of the guys that he's fought in the past, they they haven't had the speed and the footwork that I bring to the table. So, um, yeah, it's going to be it'll be a big challenge for him, um, and I'm looking forward to it. There's no doubt about it. it's going to be sort of the the hardest fight that he's going to have to uh, yeah. to have put on so far. How hard is it for you to focus on this when you've got the Olympics not far away? Is or just prioritizing your uh, your routines over the next sort of six months or so? This is all preparation for the Olympics for me. So um, my eyes and everything is set on the Olympics, and all the all of the lead up to it is um, all preparation for me. So. Yeah, this is all um, dedicated to my dream of um, winning a gold medal at the Olympics. So. That's brilliant, brilliant. That's awesome. Mate, what about uh, other sports? Do you follow your rugby league? Uh, what about State of Origin? Who do you support there, mate? Uh, Queenslander. I'm a yes, Queenslander. Well, uh, well, when, yeah, yeah, where, so, where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in um, Brisbane, Queensland, uh, yep. not far away from uh, Logan. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. I was born in Logan, Logan Hospital, so. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. That's awesome, mate. Justin, I want to ask about the, I guess, the, the thought process around stepping into the ring. There must yeah. be elements of being terrified, confident, everything. What goes through your mind as you're about to step into the ring? Um, there's, everything's gone through my mind. Like leading up to the ring, everything's gone through my mind. And then, like, once you step in the ring, it's like you, you flick the switch and, um, yeah, you just switch on. And it's like, it's time to put all the training and everything into, action pretty much so um yeah all the nerves go out the door as soon as the as soon as the bell rings awesome. and it's, you know you're just punching on it <laughs> um that's that's the that's the favorite part of it like all the training and everything that's that's the hard stuff but yeah. um yeah once you get under the lights it's uh yeah you Mate. get to punch on and do what you love pretty Showtime. much. So. Yeah. And I've seen your management. They've done a really good job with you. Dean Lonigan, um, he, he was a pretty fair footballer too, uh, Dean Lonigan, but he's doing a good job now with the boxing promotions. Yeah, he's doing a very good job. Um, yeah. He's definitely uh, helped me uh, boost my, my profile and, um, yeah, get me in with the media and everything. Uh, so, yeah, it's been, it's been a very good uh, journey so far. And it's only the beginning, so yeah, exactly can't right. Wait to see what the future holds. Exactly right. Yeah, we, we're called the Dead Set Legends here on the radio. I got a feeling we might talk to you a little bit more, I mate. So. And uh, hopefully, as a winner, especially nice at the it. Olympic Games, mate, because uh, like you say, that is your childhood dream. And then you can tuck that yeah. away nicely, and then go out and just punch on, like you said. <laughs> really, really great to uh, to talk to you. Hope you get your ass kicked, uh, New South Wales versus Queensland. Oh, whoa, but whoa, all whoa, the best God. in the other oh, stuff. Yeah, right? we'll see about that, eh? <laughs> <laughs>
boys. I want to talk to you about uh, my weekend I'm on at the moment. It's up there at uh, Breakback Mountain. What, what do you mean? What, what, what? Just let the music, just for a moment, just, just get us in a nice relax. Jake Gyllenhaal, isn't Atmos- it? Jack and uh, who's the other bloke that he was uh, having adult times with up there? Heath. Heath, Heath Ledger. Yeah. So this is yeah. your weekend? Yeah. yeah. Been doing it every three months for the th- every three months for the last 10 years with three of my mates from Orinoco Street from the hard gang-like streets of Pimble. Oh, they're tough. On the, they're they're the tough streets, oh, yeah. aren't they? We didn't know whether we put our Ralph Lauren collared shirt up or oh. down or whether we should use our boat shoes or our R.M. Williams boots. Put the old plates on the Range Rover. <laughs> or, the Rolls, or the Rolls Royce. <laughs> so I was up there last night, fantastic, came back for this and then back up to Mangrove Mountain, which is actually what it's called. Mangrove Mountain. Mangrove Mountain. So it's not yeah. Broke Mountain. Well, it is, yeah. It, like can, it folds bit, into that. Too. It does fold into that sort of stuff. And uh, just talk about 40... <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Keep what are you? Ta- what? Why, why are you doing that for? Sorry, keep going. Sorry. Oh, let's talk about you then for a moment, no, mate. Keep going. Sorry. I was going to ask you, boys. It's every three months, is it? Yeah. Every three months, yeah. How good is it? And I don't want to throw it out there to yeah. all the the lady listeners. Give your man some time off to go and spend some quality Dang. time with their mates. They'll be better husbands for it. They'll be better fathers. Yeah. They'll be better sons. Hang on. Better so you're, you're describing this. It's like Vix is just basically giving you a hall pass. Is this I'm giving you a hall pass. A what? A what? A what? A hall pass. <laughs> I'm actually okay. trying to make have a bit of fun with it, Jude. Oh, yeah. We're not actually doing it, mate. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Do you guys um go away for weekends? Are you allowed? Yeah, I'm allowed to do whatever I want. <laughs> whatever you want. Yeah. And uh, I like to get away, play a little bit of golf. I go on golf trips. Yep. Um... Up to Far North Queensland, up to Cairns, up to the Wood Sundays. Um, I'll go down to Tasmania if I want to. Beautiful. Yeah. What about you, you need it. Uh, I'm still reeling from a few footy trips, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, trying to line up uh, another another trip pretty soon, so looking forward to it. I think, I think they're important. They're important to do. Yeah, we're having a bit of fun with it, but yeah. they are important to do, to get a little bit of time just to chill out and yes. spend a bit of time with your mates. Yeah. I love you, mate. I love you, man. Love but, you too. <laughs> French Open is well and truly happening, boys, but not so much on the court as much as off the court with Osaka. And, of course, a lot going on there. So we thought we'd get one of the true legends of Australian sport and certainly of Australian tennis, John Newcomb, on the line to join us once again. G'day, Newcomb. Good morning to you. Hey, guys. How are you going? Mate, very, very well. Can we talk about Osaka off the the bat before we start asking you who do you think is going to win the tournament? Her stance on saying she didn't want to talk to the media for her own mental health. How do you, how do you think that went down? And what were you thinking when you heard it? Well, I, you know, she's been a little bit uh, of a strange cat right from the beginning. And, you know, I should go on to say that I'm a big fan of her. So I love the way she plays. I thought it was fantastic the way she took Serena out to win that US Open for her first Grand Slam. And uh, she's fun to watch when she's playing. <clears throat> but it looked at the US Open last year, you know, she came out with a different face mask on every time and she was putting herself out front of everybody. And now she says that she's afraid to be out front of everybody. Um, so there's a bit of a mixture going on there. I hope she uh, gets it under control. John, obviously uh, we saw Ash Barty have the pull out. We saw also Kavitova rolled her ankle in the press conference. There's been some... Uh, you know, terribly upsetting sort of uh, cause of events uh, through this through this French Open. Yeah, I think we'll blame it all on the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, yeah. we, you know, which there could be a bit of truth to that too, because <clears throat> it's pretty extraordinary circumstances they're having to play under. 
Nuke, who do you think is going to win the men's and the women's, mate? Who's your favourite to win it? Well, it's hard to go against Nadal. Mm. Uh, you know, he's going to have his work cut out against Djokovic. Uh, and if they both get through to the final, it should be, you know, another fantastic match between the two of them. Uh, I, I, I picked Nadal to, to win it and to play Sitsipas in the final. Mm. Okay. Nuke, I want to ask you about uh, Gus Walland. Uh, he was like a son for you. Like, just tell us what it was like being like a father, father figure to him. Well, you know, at, at, at twelve years of age, I had a really strict talk to him, <laughs> and uh, managed to get his weight down a lot, so that his athletic prowess was uh, able to shine through. <laughs> He's pretty good on the rugby field and an excellent cricketer. Uh, uh, so it's good to see he's been able to really keep his weight down, isn't it, boys? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nick, this is a friendly family show, please. <laughs> uh, no, in all seriousness, boys, Nick was like a second father to me. My father left the family home at quite a young age, and just down the road was Nuke and his son, Clint, who's still one of my best mates. And, uh, yeah, Nuke was this extraordinary sort of, you know, star that was on the television all the time, and he was winning tournaments, and there he was you know, one of my mate's fathers. So we had a wonderful street in Orinoco Street and still got great friends from that. So um, it's not just an honour to have Newcon talking about the tennis, but just to have him on amazing. my show is amazing. Or oh, our show, I should say. Yes. It's quite amazing. Your so, okay. Nuke, so thank- tell yeah. yeah, tell him how you got me into trouble at Wimbledon, Gus. Yeah, well, there was a moment, 1987, um, Nuke was playing the over-45 gentleman sing- uh, doubles with uh, Rochi. Yeah. Uh, so he had had a, had a big match the night before. So when I... Got myself into, into Wimbledon, which is a story in its own self, with Rochi and Ivan Lendl. I walked into the men's change room and Nuke was there and he was about to jump into a bath. He'd had a rub down and so forth. But he let the bath run and forgot about it. And he and I chatted and then, and it flooded the whole joint. And it not only flooded the entire men's dressing room at, at Wimbledon, oh, it also seeped because it's an old building, right? Yes. It seeped down into the BBC. Uh, camera area, oh. and it took out four or five cameras as well. <laughs> oh man! True, true story, Nick. Yeah, it almost got me kicked out of Wimbledon. <laughs> exactly, he's a three-time, three-time singles champion. Yeah, and they, they're saying, "Do you need a rowboat, Mister Newcomb?" Oh <laughs> hey, mate, Nick, th- you're thanks you're so out. much for Good joining you, us, mate. You're a legend. Good luck, guys. Now, we're going to do the inter. Uh, what's it called? Intervention. Intervention. But intervention. Yeah. The coach. The man, the man has called through Freddie Fitler. He's broken from camp and he's on the line for us right now. Freddie, how was your first week in Origin Camp? And thanks for joining us on the Dead Set Legends, brother. No problem, Gussie. Uh, I think the weather always helps. Uh, the training uh, was a really high standard, and we've got about eight or nine blokes that have been there now for four years. So uh, starting to get to know each other. Combinations are getting a little bit easier. and and they sort of take a little bit more control. So that part was good, but spending a week in Coogee, mate, down at the surf club every day, it was just gold. (laughs) Gold. Hey, Freddie, I I know you love camps, mate. I I love these uh, young Penrith blokes. They just, you know, they're just free spirits. They just rock in and, like, you know, a bit of R&B, bit of whatever. Uh, It's a breath of fresh air, isn't it? I don't know if it's R&B, Del. The music's crap. Is it? (laughs) Oh, it's... Trash, full <laughs> trash. So they got like this little beatbox thing they yep. hang on their shoulder, and well, they carry it now. Yes, I don't know why in the old days we put on our shoulders. <laughs> why do we have handles? In the <laughs> 
Freddie, oh. it's Jude. I, was, I wanted to ask you about, obviously, the refereeing. There's, there's obviously been talk that even Queensland coach Paul Green is expected to request a, a meeting with match officials to understand the refereeing. Are you concerned that, you know, the over-refereeing could, uh, could kill the contest? Well, up until last night, I wasn't Jude. I thought last night they got away from him. Mm. They got a bit pedantic, a bit, um, a bit too pedantic. And I've been a real advocate for what's going on at the moment. So uh, I'm, I'm coming from a, uh, from a point of view of it's an absolute must that we, we get it right with our head contacts. And it's more so from the point of view of not letting it get any worse. I, I feel like we're just getting to a stage where we're accepting head contacts as part of the game. We're on the other way where we should be coming down on, you know, the, the thuggery and the over, the over aggression. Um, but I think what's got in the road is just a, a bit of pedanticness last night. I thought in, which was a great, which was, could have been a really great game. It was the makings of a great game last night at Leichhardt Oval with the crowd and, the mood everyone was in, but I, it made me a little bit nervous. But uh, I'll I'll give Jared a call and just see his thoughts on last night and what he's thinking. Mate, what about the conditions in Townsville? Obviously, you, you were going to be in Melbourne. It was going to be very different. But uh, how do you approach that with the boys? Well, did, you feel like they'll be able to pass more, Dell. I think um, hopefully there's a little bit more confidence. It's, yeah. it's different, though. The balls are designed to to be wet and to be stickier while they're wet. The the big thing that actually makes them slipperier is sweat. So, um, you know, when you lose out one way, you gain in another. So I don't I think they're good footy players, mate. They've played all yeah. over now. So they, you know, if their timing's good and they're concentrating and they're, they're playing tough, then they'll get it right, mate. And I think the, the conditions do suit for, for more passing, yeah. without a doubt. You bring someone like uh, Keon Kolomatangi into the into Origin camp. What's it like for for someone like that to just get in there and experience what it's like without the pressure of, I guess, his twentieth man, but just yeah. to to have a, a sense of what it's all about. We had a couple of bunnies come in. Campbell Graham, who yeah. I've been a fan of since I coached him as a sixteen year old kid, and Keon also coached in the pathways for New South Wales, and just watching watching them come through that process of. You know, getting their debut and then getting better and performing combos and scoring tries. And well, actually, what I did was I rang him off Cameron Murray's phone <laughs> and he didn't answer. But then I texted him off my phone and said, Brad Fiddler, call me back. I just need a chat. He didn't get back to me because he thought someone was lying to him. <laughs> Gee up. And it was actually, I didn't get back to him the day after. I said, mate, why didn't you reply? He said, well, <laughs> I just figured it was one of my mates just playing a game on me. <laughs> That's so good. I love so much trouble this this origin, like getting hold of people. Like they've either been in baby shops, they've been in churches, they've been at the basketball. <laughs> uh, they won't take my calls. <laughs> I love it, Freddie. I love it, Freddie. When uh, Campbell Graham, I think, uh, came into into camp. Too. And uh, Tom Travojevic was there, and Tom put his hand out and said, "G'day, mate. I'm Tom Travojevic." And people were going, "Yeah, good on you, good, good on you, Tom. That's just so. That's such a Travojevic thing to do because we've never properly met. So I want to formally introduce myself. But I got had a feeling they probably knew who he was. There's a good chance, yeah, Campbell knew who Tom was. Yeah, but that's John and Melissa doing a good job. Fletch and Heine, they did a really good thing on. 
they said he looks like a bit of a serial killer. He's got his look about him, Campbell. <laughs> and so we're sitting down and getting interviewed, and they, Campbell walked over just. It was really eerie. And Fletch goes, do you know how to dig a grave? Oh. <laughs> 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 it was very funny. But, and Campbell just played it down. Like, he just, it was awesome. It was, um, I really like the way he plays. I've always liked the way he goes about, you know, just him being himself. Mm. Uh, I think he's got a really big big future, Campbell. Hey, the Queenslanders seem to be a bit busted at the moment, Freddie. Oh, uh, Cam, no, down, Cam, Wendell. Cam Munster. Oh, look at him you know, it Cam up. Munster. Oh, look at him setting it up. No, I'm serious. No, Harry Grant, like he hasn't played much of late. I'm just dry reaching down. <laughs> <laughs> Spare me, brother. Spare me. We're not falling you, for that, Del. You must be pleased we've got the squad's got a clean bill of health, particularly with Tedesco yeah. and Payne Haas as well. Yeah, well, Payne came in and originally they were thinking grade two medial. So that was like, I think it was like anything up to eight weeks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I didn't know when they got the skiers, it was pretty much like a contact injury. So uh, he's been fine. He hasn't skipped a beat. And uh, Teddy uh, also. With a hip point, so a little bit painful early, but he did most of the session uh, yesterday. So, a yeah, clean bill of health by Queensland. And you 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 broke away for the weekend. Let everyone go back into their clubs. You're back, I imagine, tomorrow night together. What's the uh, plan before uh, Wednesday night? When do you go up to Townsville? And uh, was it okay getting the right accommodation with everything sort of happening so quickly? I know it's been difficult for people. Yeah, it has. Uh, getting families up and. Hmm. Talking to Ivan Cleary this morning, actually, he uh, couldn't get a flight up and they were struggling for flights home. So uh, we'll meet together and have lunch together tomorrow and train. We have a pretty much a full day tomorrow. Then we have Monday off and that's the day we travel. And then we do a captain's run on Tuesday and play Wednesday, mate. So mm-hmm. they reckon yeah. it's going to be pretty... Uh, a lot of people about, and everyone's very excited up there. So mm. um, I think it's going to be pretty exciting for the players, especially those new players. It's something they would have never experienced before. Yeah. And, Freddie, even like um, I know the pathways, you know, you've done a wonderful job for a number of years, not because you're the New South Wales coach, but you've always you know, been happy to bring those young players through. But even the girls now, they're going to get the same pay as the blokes in that origin. How good's that? Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I think um, – we had a training day the other day with them, Dell and uh, Joey was there, and yeah. uh, Craig Wing and Heine and Beaver, and um, and so at the end of it, it was they all walked over and were amazed at not just firstly how their skill level had become so good, but just how passionate they are. Yeah, they're like you know, they feel like they're footballers from the uh, you know the eighties and nineties where they just you know yeah. just frothed over footy and watched it a lot and played it a lot and. You know, look like they just forever want a footy in their hands. So um, it's a really big part of our game. It's a massive growth part of our game. So and it just seems to be getting better and better. Mate, my favourite is Kezi Apps. She's an absolute weapon. Oh, oh yeah, know. she's a ripper. Oh, yeah. We've had her on. There's a few of them now. You watch them, and yeah, I don't. I just I don't think they step in that quite as good as the men. And and you can always they're always getting better. The yep. fullback for Queensland, she's. She's incredible. Mm. I forget yeah. her name, but she killed him last year. But um, there's some big hits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. My God. They smash it. Hey, Freddie. They can, each other out. Freddie, can we just say how much we appreciate yeah. you spending 10, minute, 10 we, minutes we with us? We love you, mate. 
So don't say I love you to Freddie. You don't care at the moment about I him. I love Freddie, mate. I know, of course you do. Yeah. But we're doing a nice New South Wales thing okay, here. Sorry. We don't need you to chime into it. Yeah. Freddie, all the very best for Wednesday, brother. Good you luck, know Freddy. that we'll be supporting you. We love you, brother. Thanks, gents. Have a great day. And that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to hear us live, you can catch us every Saturday morning on 104.9 Triple M. We'll be back next week, of course. And thanks for listening to us on the Listener app.